Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you're joining me for this episode of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. I guess this is episode number 92, but it's not really going to be 92. 92 is going to be next week on Tuesdays like I normally do. This week is a super special episode, and here is why. About one year ago, I think it's about a year, maybe a little less, I don't remember. It's when the Retro 51 Beethoven pet stop. Don't even think about skipping. There's no sponsorships this week. Just listen to the, my storytelling skills, okay? So at a little bit less than a year ago, I think, I got a package in the mail from Sal, Kieran, and Tom over at Goldspot. And I rip over this package, and what's inside the box? It's a Retro 51 Emperor Beethoven pen. Now, I think I've screamed and yelled about nicknaming the pen Emperor or nicknaming Beethoven Emperor, but it was a Beethoven pen, and it was a really nice gift from my friends at Goldspot, who are also sponsors of this podcast. Now, like I said, there's no sponsorship, but don't forget to use coupon code ROY at checkout at goldspot.com for additional savings. Anyway, so here's my thing. After getting the Beethoven pen, I said to Tom, hey, Tom, apparently Retro didn't kind of hit a home run with the Beethoven pen with the facts, so let's do one ourselves, but let's make it right. Factually, historically, let's design it so that it's historically accurate and is something that is classical looking and something that really does scream Mozart. So I came up with the idea of the Mozart Amadeus pen. And Tom and I discussed it, and we came up with this awesome Retro 51 Amadeus pen. I provided all the feedback when it came to color selections and concepts and stuff because I have a knowledge of music. And this pen is very special to me, even though it's a stinking rollerball and not a fountain pen, because it really connects with me. Because Be- I'm sorry, Mozart is one of my favorite composers in Western music, in the history of Western music, which I am very familiar with. So I designed this pen. And my friends over at Goldspot, they took this design and they took it to Retro 51 and Retro 51 made it happen in tandem with Goldspot because, believe it or not, these pens is a huge investment by the time it lands in your hands. Now, there's going to be 525 of these pens made and that was an idea that was really cool. See, Mozart's musical works are cataloged and they're kept track of using what's called Kirchel numbers. And these Kirchel numbers are always indicated by a K on manuscript by Mozart. So, Eine kleine Nachtmusik, a little night music, written by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, is Kirchel number 525. And that's why there are 525 pieces. Now, a little shade going to get thrown at my good friends at Goldspot. They launched this pen today, October 8th, Friday of 2021, without having given any mention to the great Grandmaster Penboy Roy. I don't know why said, like, foresight was done. It's inexcusable. But we're going to move past that because it is a great day because a pen that I actually imagined and envisioned has come to fruition because of my friends at Goldspot and because they were able to make the investment and make it happen with Retro 51. So in this episode of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast, I swing by the Goldspot offices and I hang out with my good friend Tom the Odd Oink 
and we kind of just talk about the background history of how we came up with the pen. We make some jokes about it and stuff like that. So I do want to say that it was a lot of fun, and I do appreciate my friends at Goldspot for helping make this pen a reality for me. Mine is going to be number 001 of 525. So I think it's really cool. We're also going to talk about some other pens that were released by Esther Book. It's a lot of fun. Stick around for the whole episode. It's kind of long. There's pee breaks, I think. I can't remember. No, I don't think there was a pee break. But anyway, before I get started with this podcast, this podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I, mostly from me. So before more, you haven't worn. Now, on to the podcast. The Pet Boy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Stage 7. So this is a special episode of the podcast that we're doing, and we're doing it specifically because today I, the Penboy Roy, am announcing something of fantastic magnitude. So in collaboration with the Odd Oink, I spearheaded the whole thing. I spearheaded the whole thing. I think there was a text at like 4 a.m. I was just like, <laughs> I have, I have a, an epiphany. I have I a fantastic idea. And the fantastic idea was what Goldspot Pens is announcing. The Retro 51 Eine Kleine Nacht Musik Amadeus Fountain Pen. Bless you. <laughs> so, Eine Kleine Nacht Musik by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart is a very well known piece written by Mozart. And everybody knows who Mozart is. He's the guy who composed the da, dun, da, dun, 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 dun. Everybody knows that. So I had this fantastic, fantabulous idea. I said, Tom, the odd oink, first of all, get yourself fired. Two, <laughs> there's a Beethoven pen that Retro 51 certainly just screwed up. <laughs> This, I was comes, gonna, this comes out of just needing to write a wrong. Right. About I just Retro 51 and the naming of the Exactly. Yes. So what happened was let me first go over some back, background story. For any new listeners out there, putting my keys away. For anybody who's a newer listener and doesn't know what's going on, Retro 51 came out with a Beethoven pen. They nicknamed this Beethoven pen the Emperor. And their reasoning that this Beethoven pen was called the Emperor is because they claim that Beethoven's nickname is the Emperor, which is completely incorrect. I even called them out on it. I asked them to cite literature. They couldn't. They haven't gotten back to me. I've read the Grout History of Western Music. I am a lover of music. You graduated. I graduated from a music conservatory, which a lot of people don't know. My friend is the director of music at Columbia University. And these are all things that I tapped into. My experience with music, my friends who are smarter than me, who know music. This emperor pen is mislabeled. It's not Beethoven's nickname. It just isn't. What is nicknamed emperor is the piano concerto that he wrote for Archduke Rudolf. But that doesn't mean his nickname is emperor. Right. And if you actually type really fast, as you do, here you go, you can Google. <laughs> Here's your mouse. <laughs> if you type in Beethoven nickname, yes, Emperor comes up. But if you read the body of what comes up, it talks about the piano concerto. It does not come up with the Emperor. 
So, are you impressed that I didn't even have to, like, I'm, I'm typing and the screen's very far away. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm not even seeing, like, what it is that's coming up on the screen. I'm just going I'm just on... shocked at how fast you actually, <laughs> you actually type. So, I only recently started to learn how to touch type. type yeah. Touch type. But anyway, going back, this pen was named an error, the Beethoven pen. So, I said, hey, Tom, why don't we do something but do it right? Because apparently Retro 51 can't. I know I'm throwing shade at Retro 51. You really are. For, I somebody, love retro... for somebody that we just introducing I know. a new I love pen retro with, you're 51. just like, <laughs> I sincerely love Retro 51. I really do. But they have to come clean and be like, listen. Because they said to me, they're like, listen, somewhere we read somewhere that Beethoven's nickname is Emperor. So I said, okay, great. Cite the article. Cite the reference. They never got back to me. Mm -hmm. Which means they can't find the text. And I'll tell you why they can't find the text. It, it does exist. not exist. <laughs> anyway, so I said to Tom, hey, Tom, it was 4 a.m. in the morning and I came up with this brilliant <laughs> idea as all my great ideas do come up at that particular point in time. I said, hey, Tom, I think we should do what Retro 51 didn't do correctly and we should come up with a pen based on classical music and who better than the king of classical music. I know some people will say Papa Haydn, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Papa Haydn. I think I no idea. Mozart. <laughs> and we'll name it Amadeus because it does sound a little cooler than Mozart, right? Oh, I mean, especially there was the movie in the, the 80s. Right. right. So yeah. there was the movie Amadeus. Now, obviously, there's no copyright or patent issues because... Amadeus, is, um, he was, he's been dead for a long right. time. So, so it's an open source material. So... Yeah. Basically, we came up with this idea. I came up with this idea. Me. Same as the pizza pen. He won't admit it, though. Tom doesn't want to accept the, the truths. But I came up with the idea of Eine Kleine Nachtmusik Amadeus. My idea was to have the score of... You wanted all the instruments. Right, all the instruments. There. But I don't think it was feasible. I think it was you who said, hey, listen, we can't do it like this because there's just too many notes. It doesn't look interesting. Well, it was it was that because the fact that you had all of the various instruments and some of them just were like at rest at the moment because it the, just the, at the start of the, the piece, it's mostly what the violins and, and other stringed instruments. Yes. And, and you would also have the other percussive instruments, which would just show just blank a staff or staves staff yeah staff they had so, rests so like so like they would just be at rest so all you would just see is lines going across and like some of the the section so it was kind of like it didn't have that visual interest that the other beethoven pen had because mm -hmm. the beethoven had just the whole thing just had notes all across it so it's like right can we just focus on one instrument instead another thing about Be the beethoven pen i just want to also correct they called it the emperor pen which is nickname which is a nickname for the piano concerto but the piece of music they actually used was for elise so there's all, there was just, many contradictions just there. a whole mess of just wrongness so that's why i spearheaded the eine kleine nachtmusik Mozart, Amadeus, Retro 51 pen. And I feel like we got it right. The finial has Mozart's picture. Of which you have, you have provided your feedback on a few rounds of like seeing, because like Richard would, let's say, design the, the, the profile, the mm -hmm. illustration on there. And you'd be like, no, his, his cheeks, they just look too like, pudgy or something like that well, you know yeah. it's just like it just didn't look as like i was like okay i'll because i mean i am 
you know, I am yielding to your expertise on the matter, being mm -hmm. that you've studied this kind of stuff. And if you're going to be involved in producing something that's at least accurate to the level that you would be happy with. Yeah. I mean, know, you know what I it was? I to ask you. I, I honestly type in Mozart. I want to show you a picture. So if you look at the picture of Mozart, do you see his face is more narrow? Well, I mean, this is here. this is also a painting or right. like a reproduction of a painting that was done what like over like two three yeah two centuries no three centuries ago right or whatever well so he was eighteen hundred so yeah. yeah but I mean this is pretty good the picture of Mozart on the finial is actually pretty good for some reason when I saw it it was printed it was like on a big PDF or something like that so yeah it's like, well, the looking... illustration itself looks a lot bigger but then mm -hmm. when you shrink it down to the little top disc. It's it's a little bit more forgivable with yeah, like little exactly. Yeah. So like looking at this, I can recognize it as Mozart, though the curls are not as prominent on here as it is in the picture on the screen right here. You know, just apparently, you know, I'm just gonna slap that pen out of your hand. <laughs> like the more that you keep dog in Retro Fifty One and this and this new pen that we've produced. Wait, is Richard still part of Retro? Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's just retired, but still. No, no, no. You're thinking of George. So oh. George Kartsadis, the owner of Retro Fifty One, had okay. retired. I see. And he was, and so three folks had purchased the company in his place. And but Richard still works for them, and he's the lead designer. Is this squirrel from Richard? Uh, from Retro? That's actually from uh, Brad Oldham. We did the Stacked Friends. Uh huh. Uh, collaboration together, which was the which was this design. Well, oh, this I is see. the. I don't have Where's the pen, the pen? In here. I don't know where the pen is. Look at this. She's just giving me stuff and there's no pen in it. It's this cute. The, uh... Well, this is oh, actually wow. the, one, the one version of it. So Brad Oldham and Christy, uh, Christy Coltrane are sculptors that are based in Texas. Okay. So they made the squirrel pen rest, which has nothing to do, by the way, with the Amadeus pen. Right. But we're getting off on a tangent. Right. No, but that because it looks like Hammy from Over the Hedge. Did you ever see Over the Head? You I, kids. No, I have not seen that movie, but I know what you're talking about, though. Right. So it was it was great. I love this. Is this mm. like diecast or is this pewter? no? It's just the I think it's stonewashed pewter mm. or or they they stonewashed the final version. That's, right. that's not the that's not the final version. Gotcha. You want to put that back because I don't want to confuse our audience. Is this if I put this here, will this be in frame? I like think so. Like yes. That? Okay. So I that's you're good. That is the box for the. Mozart pen, what we named Amadeus. And above Amadeus, it says Eine kleine Nachtmusik. That means a little night music in German. And underneath it, by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Now, this is what the pen looks like. And for everybody who's listening who can't see it, you're going to have to just watch the video or order the pen because you, I can't show it to you if this is not, it's not describe in the video. It. Describe right. it. So I'm going to describe it. So my idea was to take a dark burgundy. Was that your idea or was it my idea? I believe all of the ideas are your idea. Okay, good. I'm just, yeah. Right. I'm just so, giving that one up. <laughs> the burgundy is the paper and the notes are all in gold and everything written on the pen is in gold. It's not real gold, it's just the color gold. And the body of the pen has somewhat of a, how would you describe this? It's not it's, glossy, but it's kind of of a matte finish. It's like a matte like varnish type of finish. Right. And the furniture on the pen looked like aged brass. Now, I feel like these com this combination looks really good. Initially, what I wanted to go with was what I'm holding. I just put down the first pen. I'm holding another prototype. I think this was the second or third prototype. It's the same barrel, but the furniture is polished 
yellow metal. So I felt like that was probably more appropriate for the time that Mozart lived in with its opulence and all that stuff. But it just didn't look as good as it does on the final product, wouldn't you say? I say so, uh, and and this was a close call because we had to show this to a few people in the office and like and like just, I mean, I think we could have gone either way yeah. on the deal, um, but this we felt was more in line with people's expectations of let's say going back to the past to Mozart's era and kind of feeling the the antiquity of it. Mm-hmm. You know that that this was something that. Uh, is not polished or brand new. This is an older era that we're kind of revisiting in a new pen. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, and also too is I feel like, even though that I feel like the the polished, um, I think that's polished brass as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just like a stonewash type brass. Uh, that the polished one brought the gold notes out a little bit more, but I feel like that the the antique version kind of lets everything be it brings everything together, especially with that burgundy, and makes it more like elegant and subtle. I agree. It matches the notes more, I definitely think, in this one. I like the final product very much. So, how many pieces are we ha- are made of this in total? Oh, geez, now you're, now you're testing my... Because, like, we have so many of these different things that we have to do here. So, I mean, as far as, you know, retro editions, I forget. was It was, it was based on the Kirchel catalog. Kirchel, just so everybody knows, Kirchel is the catalog number for Mozart's competi- uh, competitions. Compo- composition. So the Kirchel for Eine Kleine Nachtmusik, I believe, was 525. We'll double check it right now. Kirchel. Why do I spell it? K U. K U? Uh huh. No? I think. What's, what's I don't know. What's taking so long? It's crazy. Tom types faster than the internet is able to connect. Just put Mozart K525. Oh, then if it's if Kochel, it's that, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kochel. Kochel. It's but it has the umlaut. The O has the two dots above it. The the eyeballs. Where is it here? It's gotta be somewhere here. It's we, we're not gonna read through like six thousand year emails. Oh, jeez. Just type in Kochel C O C H L five twenty five and see what it comes up with. It's probably five twenty five. Uh, see, that's got to be it there. Yeah, 525. Yeah. Kind of All right, so limited edition of 525 pieces with the with the fact that instead of it just saying the number on there, mm-hmm. it has the abbreviation of the Kochel number. Kochel. Kochel. <laughs> so it has the abbreviation being that it's K. Right. So like, so like if you get, you could get like K1 of 525. Right, or K. It, so that's how it's, abbreviated on Mozart music. If you went out and you bought sheet music from Mozart, that's how it'll be abbreviated. It'll be K.525. There was somebody, a, a German, I believe, that went through Mozart's entire like collection of all of his various pieces of music and decided to go through the effort of cataloging every single one of them. I think this is this is consistent with other classical music composers, right? I don't know. Like, no? Well, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know who that person is. But that's, I was reading up on that just in a little, little like, reference while looking up the, what what's a coachal number. You're telling me, like, oh, go put, make this, this many. I was like, okay, well, I don't know what this means. So, <laughs> you know, I looked it up and it was like, it was like somebody actually went through and just said, like, hey, let's make, because, like, this is, like, kind of like a, an artist or a painter just has all of these works of art 
right uh, and these amazing works of art that like hang in museums or what but there's like no way of like you you want to organize this massive body of work and just figure out like okay well like we could talk about you know this mm -hmm. painting versus this painting or this piece of music versus like so like to easily reference each one of them because mm -hmm. not all of them have names like Ina Kleina and music so mm -hmm. you know you want to be able to reference a specific piece of music in uh in discussing art and culture which this does so but I have an idea for another retro pen. Oh no, we can't say anything like that now. Why not? No, we can't go there. Oh, because somebody will. Someone's gonna take it. Somebody's gonna take the idea. Someone's gonna steal it. So all right, let's so let's let's talk about it now so everybody can hear it. Oh, so that we know. could like copyright it right now. Right. All right. C copyright. <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm thinking. I think we should do a second Mozart pen. Okay. But instead of. Oh, no, 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 I have another great idea. Do a Bach pen. Okay. But we're going to combine the best of both worlds. You love coffee. Mm -hmm. And we're going to continue with the composer series of Retro 51s, and we're going to do the Bach pen, but we're going to call it the coffee cantata. Because okay. Bach actually wrote a cantata about coffee. It's called the Bach coffee cantata. Can I'm not we, joking. Can we listen to this? Sure. Here, as a matter of fact, let me show you. If you go to, I have Spotify up. So if you could look, if you could find it, I don't know on how Spotify. to do it, man. This is your computer. You got like six thousand different pages. So is it coffee? But no, put Bach, B A C H. Okay. Coffee, cantata, C A N T A T A. Right. Get out of here, Shaq. Shaq's on my advertising. <sighs> I still pay for. I, I I still have ads. I don't. Oh wait pay a minute. Hold on a second. I can I can do this. Hold on a second. I'll show. Um, I'm just, Brian Holzer is texting me about, about, hold on a second. Where's this video? Okay, here. This is what it sounds like. Okay. Hold on. I'm on my TikTok with my fish, a video of my fish. Why is I think these guys really love that's, coffee. That's a Bach coffee cantata. I just like how your uh, Corridora is just like licking the lid of the, the coffee container there. Yeah. So nice. I, I don't, I think, because I, I love that piece, I think what she's singing about is about how much she loves the delicious flavor of coffee and how amazing coffee is, but she's restricted from having coffee because she's a female. And for some reason, back then, coffee was only for like men or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. So and when, what, what era was this? Like what, this was, it, uh, this would be, was... Bach lived during the Baroque period. Okay. So I believe he was born in 1685 and died in... 1750 and double check that because I, I, I can't type fast and do your thing. I'm pretty sure that's when he died, 1750. And that was actually the end of, where's his birth date? Okay, good. Yeah, 1685. Mm -hmm. And he died in 1750. I was right on the nose. So with the death of Bach, pretty much the Baroque period ended. Okay. And I think Mozart was born in 1756. And that was really the start of the classical period. Well, actually, mm -hmm. Haydn predates Mozart, but they were the same era, but he was born before Mozart. But Haydn was really, I guess, the start of... I can't remember now. Haydn, was he classical or was he Baroque? I, I want to say classical. Type in Haydn. <laughs> I spell Haydn. I don't know H-A-Y-D-N. Uh, Hayden Christensen? What? No, no. So D-N. <laughs> no, D, not H-A-Y. It's just H-A-Y-D-N. Oh, no E. Okay. Yeah. 
H O Joseph Hyde. Click on that, Joseph Hyde. Hold on a second. Right here. Seven, 1732 to, wow, he lived a long time. He's over 70. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Franz Josef Haydn was an Austrian composer of the classical period, so classical, if I was yeah. right. But he was born in 1732. I guess that was the end of the Baroque. He started off the classical period and stuff like that. It's funny, we're talking a lot about something that has nothing to do with pens. No, this it has everything to do with this because it needed to be historically not historically super accurate but mm -hmm. like it needed to be inspired by the classical you know classical music right so. and i feel like we needed to spearhead this so it's more accurate as opposed to like retro 51 who made a beethoven pen with like metallica's sheet music and then they <laughs> named it garfield you know what i mean like <laughs> we don't want it to be that off or like or like making an Estabrook Popeye pen and then it would have carrots on the barrel. Yeah. Seriously. You know what's funny though? Because I'm looking at this these pictures. You got pictures, you know, on Google of Josef Haydn, Amadeus, I mean Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, Ludwig von Beethoven. Everybody talks about how Mozart died young. He died at 36 and he may have been the cause of his own death because he was just such an alcoholic, didn't have a healthy lifestyle. But you know who else? had a very short life, if not shorter than Mozart, Chopin. Click oh, on yeah. Chopin. I'll tell you, watch, you'll see. He, I think he died even younger than Mozart. So he was born, yeah, he died. 38, maybe? Oh, right. no. So let's see. Born in 1810, died in 1849. So how does that make it? 39? Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was older than Mozart, right? But still, that's like young for... Yeah, you know, Mozart died at 36. Yeah, he just died under 40 years old. I don't think I don't think Chopin was a very healthy person either. I think he was born with a lot of illnesses and stuff like that, which is mm. too bad. This is a trip into like the, all, everything classical right now. Right. So like so like if anybody's going to really truly appreciate this pen, it's going to be somebody yeah. who's into classical music and you're just, just getting like a buffet of right. classical knowledge but, right now. Hold on. I don't want to misinform. Chopin was not classical. He was a romantic period. Okay. Okay. So that comes But still, after like when we're when we're talking about the umbrella of like what people conceive as classical music, it's mm -hmm. usually instrumental using like types of instruments like piano. Traditional and, traditional, instruments. Traditional, right, yeah. Like that. that's what if you go tune into in our area we have one oh four point three, which is uh Classic Rock. I think it's classic rock. That yes, one oh five nine. Yeah. That's the classical channel. Oh, is it? What is that behind you? What's under those what's under that Waldman box, the white boxes? Oh a shibui. What's a shibui? A shibui is a case. The the cases from the Philippines. Is it a pen? No, they're 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 pen cases. Let me see. Shibui. So we're talking about shibui now. This we're gonna is... get we're gonna dial back to the to the so Chris has to edit all this, right. the video at least, because this is this for me is gold. I'm keeping all this oh shit for the God. podcast. Wait, you know what? Let's, Shibui. Before, before Shibui. we get into that. Hold on. So let me look at the Shibui case. It smells like Shibui. I'm just kidding. I don't know what that means. Oh, wow. This is a nice Shibui case. These it's, are kind of small. Oh, it's adjustable. You can make, you could put like a Mont Blanc 149 in here and then put in like something as thin as like a Caran d'Ache. Yes, 849. Sir. Very nice. I'll take one of these. Will you? <laughs> it's green. What would you like to pay? How would you like to pay for that? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this pen here as a payment. <laughs> so, so, so maybe just to wrap up the segment on the because I could tell that Roy's getting massive ADD about ADHD. Yeah. We'll, we'll recap. Let's recap. Yes, let's recap. Let's give, let's give Chris something to. 
to work with here, okay? So we talked about the Mozart pen. We introduced the Mozart pen. Let us just, we're just gonna, we're just gonna recap everything here, okay? But this time, instead of me going off on my ADHD tangents, I'm gonna let Tom take the lead on this one because this is actually what's gonna become the Gold Spot Pens launch video. It is, and we're showing it to you first today, the launch day of the Amadeus Mozart pen, the Eine Kleine Nacht music. And I was hoping that Roy would actually bring in one of his flutes, that way he could actually play it for you, but instead he brought in a 39 gallon fish tank. 29, I brought him a 29 gallon fish tank and apparently he doesn't want it. <laughs> I, it, it by surprise, I, I didn't necessarily, like I mean, it would be like what, this big to fit on my desk right here? We could get rid of this desk here. Yeah, we could just and put, put a tank stand there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm just not, I mean I have two dogs at home, so I'm kind of like not in, like I have, I have enough of that whole table You need an office fish. Things. You need so an office fish. I need an office What are those fish? rods over there? Listen, so there's like a whole back to the back to the back <laughs> right. to the Mozart head. We're going back to the Mozart. Back but just get, no, stop. Everybody, stop everybody listening who doesn't see what I'm seeing, I'm looking at all these rods of acrylic sitting across from Tom's desk <laughs> here at Gold Spot Pens because I'm visiting Gold Spot Pens and this is a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. There's just always yeah. things that are laying around that, right. yeah. There's just like various samples of stuff and it just like he's right now he's just getting attracted and he's just I, sitting, yeah, it's like sit here long enough and he starts picking everything apart. It's like, whose shirt is that? <laughs> like why do you have all the bottles like organized in such a way? Yeah. This but, is polymethamethacrylate. So I'm holding a narwhal pen. <laughs> it's got like glittery stuff throughout. It's gotta be polymethamethacrylate. That that's like the Las Coloradas. That's, yeah. that's the purple shit with the rose gold. But back Gorgeous. to the Mozart pen. Okay, can we go back to the Mozart pen? Back to the Mozart pen. It is being launched today. There's 525 of them. They're each individually numbered. Roy might be taking one of them home with him. Wait, actually, no, he can't because we don't have the all the... Well, maybe we might get them later today. Mm -hmm. But like at the time of shooting this video, it is several days before the launch date. So by the time that you're watching this, the pen is available and you could buy it at goldspot.com for $45. 45, that's yes. it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know I mean, why don't try to oversell it saying that like, oh, it's, it's so Is it the rollerball or the, I mean, that's just the refill, right? The refill itself is $45. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like, cause like sometimes rollerballs cost more than ballpoints, right? No, I mean, this is the, the Ref 5P capitalist rollerball refill that comes in it mm. and it's black. So you could, you know, you could do the retro hack if you'd like to, like the, you've done that before, right? Putting the, you're actually the one that inspired me to do the video for that, to, yeah. to hack the refill and fill it with fountain pen ink. How'd that work out in the long term? In the long term, it was fine. Like it worked out well. It's just, mm. it, I think it depends on, you have to find the right ink for it. Mm. Like, I think that's really important part is like, you can't put something too saturated in there. I like see. you have to put something that's going to have like a good amount of flow and won't gunk up the tip and then that way it will continue to write for you. But, right. Yeah. Is this one of those that, oh yeah, it is. Look at that, that's cool. He has like mini Coopers on his <laughs> desk and it's really cool because it's one of those where you, yeah, you crank the car and then it just flies off. <laughs> that's the car he drives, a mini Cooper. It's yes, it cool. is. Yes, it is. All right, so are we talking, done talking about the uh, Amadeus? At I don't time? know, I wish Chris were here shooting us. Well, we're doing it by ourselves today. Yeah. So this episode of the podcast is actually going to be an episode of the you know, video podcast. You know also. what I was just thinking right now? Has it been 20 minutes? Why? Because it, because it needs to be shut down and restarted after. It's been 27 minutes. 
I wonder, oh yeah, yeah. We How much have, did we lose? I don't know. We have to double check. No, you know what? It might it might be fine still. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, we're good. So we just caught it just in time. Oh yeah, because it's at twenty eight. 20 and he's he told me like oh it's like usually like you want to be at like 29 like by the time you switch it so these are technical difficulties that don't know that don't exist with like all right you gotta throw it back on now no that's what i'm saying like all right all right very good but we're still rolling for the we're actual still, yeah we're still rolling, yeah, we're for, still the rolling podcast, for the podcast you know? part so we got to do the whole clappy thing again yeah you might need to like you might need to actually invest in like better filming equipment and stuff you know all right. I mean? All right. Reclapping. So everybody listening, plug your ears. We're going to clap to resync the audio and video. There we go. All right. We're continuing with the podcast. All right. So the I'm very proud of this Mozart pen that we named Amadeus because Amadeus is cool. It's a retro 51 pen designed by yours truly, the one, the only, the Grandmaster pen boy, Roy. And... I'm very proud of this one, even though it's not a fountain pen, because I'm a huge lover of Mozart. I'm also a lover of Bach and Beethoven. But being that Retro 51 kind of just misjuggled the facts and everything like that when it came to the Beethoven pen, I wanted to do something in the Composer series of Retro 51 ballpoint pens or rollerball pens. And the Eine Kleine Nachtmusik, I feel like, is just such a quintessential identifier of Mozart's music, because... I feel like anybody who has even a limited knowledge of classical music, when they hear the theme of Eine Kleine Nachtmusik, they automatically know that it's Mozart. Mm -hmm. And the colors and the design, the Otto Ink and I, we molded over and we came up with this, and I think it's really beautiful. I think that this is the next step of evolution that was inspired by Retro 51's Beethoven pen mm -hmm. that they erroneously called the emperor pen. <laughs> and I think that this is the first in the first of many composer series pens. I really do enjoy this one. And we're just staking out territory just to let you guys know, we're just staking out territory for all the other composers. So if there's anybody watching this is like, "Oh, well I'm going to jump the boat." Right. You know, no, no. So to, so far, like, no, 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 no. We got them all covered. Right. Not only do we have them all covered, Tom and I are discussing Bach, we're discussing Chopin, we're discussing the, some of the other composers. I forgot what they were. James Hetfield from Metallica. Don't pretend I don't know. <laughs> of course I know. I was just thinking how much of how well, awesome you looked that at would me be. blankly. I'm just I was like just, no, because the like, moment we said know? that, I I just got inspired. <laughs> and I do, it was just I was just trying to think of like a title for it, but that one is going to cost a lot of money. That because, would with licensing, but yeah. you could do like a Napster version where we just like steal it and no. Yeah, we could just call it. it the James. Yeah, the James. Right. You have like um, you have like nothing else matters, like the the guitar part for it, the intro, and then you can just mm -hmm. like wrap that. It could be all black. And right. You have like the you have like the faded out like don't tread on me snake as like the the top finial. Right. Yeah. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Wow. So going back to the Mozart pen, I just want to <laughs> give kudos to myself, <laughs> Richard, a little bit for maybe like actually designing the rest well, of the thing. No, I mean not for nothing though. If Retro Fifty One didn't drop the ball on the Beethoven pen the way they did, I probably wouldn't have been so motivated to do one. Because kind of this is kind of like me saying, hey, listen, 
You guys don't want to admit defeat. You don't want to admit your mistake. That's fine. You can't produce documentation that says Beethoven's nickname is the Emperor, but you still call it the Emperor pen, even though you use Farrelise's music, the music for Farrelise on the pen. Great, whatever. You don't want to cite the literature that says his whatever. I'm going to let that go. I let it go a long time ago, as you can see. Yeah, it, <laughs> obviously you've moved on. Right, I've moved on. But if it had it not been for that, I wouldn't have been so motivated to be like, hey, let's do one on Mozart, but let's get it right. Mm -hmm. Right? See, that's the difference between, like, let's say, just empty complaints mm -hmm. on, like, so it's like, let's say you see something on social media and you're like, oh, this is a, you, you put a comment, it's like, this ain't right, blah, 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 whatever, you get all crazy about it and you're, you're typing there and you're calling names and stuff like that and you get upset, but, like, here it is, like, you know, we're taking steps to, like, produce something that actually sets it on its right course. Like, right, we're doing like, more yeah. than just whining. Yeah, we're not whining about I, this anymore. I was whining about factual errors on the Beethoven pen. But instead of just whining, what did the pen boy do? The pen boy decided to actually make a pen without having invested in anything. So, good thing for Tom. <laughs> without, without actually have designing it or, or investing in any of it, there, were, there it is. Like, it's so what do you done. think about the coffee cantata? I like it. I like it, right? What I like think? anything related to coffee. And mm. I think that you're gonna see some of that. I'm just teasing a little bit, but I think you're gonna see some of that in the near future. So what I wanna do is the same concept as the Mozart pen, the Amadeus. Right. But instead of music notes and all the things, coffee beans. That just seems really corny. <laughs> Come on, sorry. that's a great idea. <laughs> Little coffee bean notes. Right. The coffee cantata needs to be on there. Or thinking of like a Baroque, the image of like a Baroque woman mm -hmm. holding a, a cup of coffee. That just seems really sad to me though. Like were you just describing her story where like where yeah. like she's singing about how much she loves coffee but she can't drink it because yeah. of As a matter impressive... Of fact, you know, I might be wrong. I mean, because I translate that's holding her back from enjoying coffee. Yeah, it just seems sad. It does, but I translated the libretto so long ago, so I can't even remember. But I, what I recall was her father even like locked her up in her room because she kept trying to drink coffee, and she's singing about how much she loves coffee and is being denied the privilege of and the joy of having coffee. I think that story needs to be told. I think what was what Bach did was actually ahead of his time because he's speaking on how unfair it was mm -hmm. for women to be deprived of coffee just because yeah. it was a, it was the way they did things back then. And nowadays, obviously, there's yeah, there's it's no not like that. It's you know, not like it's that. Like... But just to because I feel like that coffee cantata was even though it was just describing a story. It was almost a challenge to that concept, mm -hmm. right? Right. So I he was think, saying, "Hey, this is wrong." You know, or like, he mean I don't remember if he was saying it was wrong, but he was identifying that it was unfair. Right. Right. So that alone was ahead of his time, especially for the 17th century or the mm -hmm. early 18th century. So I think he was ahead of his especially time for that. a man too to be saying like a, like somebody who's like also privileged because I mean like he's a white male and he's able to like make music instead of like you know let's say farming and tilling the fields like right. you know so so coming from a place of of that sort of privilege mm -hmm. you know saying you know being able to identify and 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 bring about like the struggle of that need for coffee and the fact that it was being prevented to give to women that mm -hmm. way that's I, I just i just think that's like it's it's real it's really sad that 
that happened in the first place you know and it's just like it's just it's really it's really interesting just i think to explore that story a little bit i mean so. yeah i think i think it'll be interesting to re-explore that story and also research the social environment back then because mm -hmm. i think that'll help help us design the coffee cantata pen yeah and it'll give us ideas on what to put on it and stuff like that. But why the fuck am I looking at a page full of G2s? I what don't know. The, why I don't did know this why come that, up? That's set on there for some reason. Like, but this, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all these G2s. I have like tons of like on tabs his computer. open. Yeah, he has tons of tabs so. open. And for some reason, G2 refills. Not that yeah. there's anything wrong with G2, Pilot G2s. But I was just like, what? what is going on there? Yeah. But Chris, you're going to have to edit that out for the video. <laughs> for your video. This is all going in for mine. Yeah. So, anyway. That's it. I'm going to set a timer. This is what we did. You can use your, your recording device as a timer. Just look at the... Keep looking at Oh, it. yeah. You know what? I'm so smart. What would you do without me? But I just want, like, I want something to, like, to, like, notify us, like, when... Okay, so we're at 37, so... We stopped at 27, so we'll have to... This is the technical difficulties of video. That's why podcasting audio only is so much easier. So 20, so... This was a mistake to do this without a, without a crew here. So wait, so how long should I set a timer for? Like 20 minutes? I guess. I don't know. It's 20 minutes. 20 minutes from now would be 27 minutes. And you said that was good before. Yes. So I think it works. I'm holding another pen in my hand right now. It is a very nice pen. As everybody set knows. Set timer 20 minutes. Sorry. Yeah. He's, uh, so I'm very, I like to stay authentic. So I keep everything in. So anybody listening, you're going to get annoyed. But all this technical stuff that we're doing, I'm keeping it in. Yeah. I like it. So you gotta you gotta cut the camera after thirty minutes because you could only record at thirty minute. Like, Do you think people are gonna watch this though? Do you think people would rather watch or listen? I feel like people would rather listen without watching because they can do other stuff like they can, you know, maintenance their fish tank if they wanted to, and while listening to the podcast, they could thing. research right. Chopin and yeah, sure. yeah, they could be listening to classical music while listening to us at the same time because it's you made Chopin the Chopin. I don't know how to say it, Polish ways pronounce it but that's how you pronounce it you Chopin Chopin, I Chopin. Think. and he's Pol he was Polish but I'm holding a pen in my hand do you want to talk about this yeah absolutely so, I love it I'm leaving with one of these I just want you to know oh that. really yeah yeah okay it's really gorgeous this is some this is a different type of acrylic that I've ever seen now I'm pretty sure when Esterbrook gets their pens made now I'm holding an Esterbrook SD and it's this new one called Nouveau bleu. Nouveau bleu. Nouveau bleu. Nouveau bleu. Nouveau bleu. Nouveau bleu. So. Where's the notebook? I tossed it over here. Yeah. So. so oh, it's yeah, so it has Nouveau it. blue. It has it on the cover. Right. It has it on the cover. People listening, it's just a picture of a redheaded naked lady holding a blue pen. Well, she's not naked, though. She's got like a white dress on or something. Certainly looks naked to me. I'm going with naked. <laughs> so. The Estenbrook Nouveau Bleu comes with this notebook. It has a painting of a redheaded lady holding the Nouveau Bleu fountain pen. The Nouveau Bleu fountain pen is a cracked mix of navy blue, royal blue, and, and brown. And brown. And it's really nice. Now, I'm pretty sure these are all just stock acrylic rods, but when it comes to picking out these rods, I know how. Picky, Carrie, and Ryan are. They won't just go with any blue. They won't just go with any green. They won't mm -hmm. just go with any color. It has got to be 
the perfect color. Like they pick it out and it, to them it has to be incredibly unique. And I, I do commend them because they do have good foresight. Yeah, they have good taste. They have good taste. And it reminds me of when I first bought my place that I'm living in right now. I remember my friend Steve, he was the guy who shows you places. What do you call those? Realtor? Yeah, he was the realtor. And me and him, we saw this place and my wife is looking around the place and obviously she makes all the decisions that are good. <laughs> she, so, she makes all the important calls. So yeah, so me and Steve were there and we're like, oh, this place ain't that great. It's big, it's spacious, but you know, nothing special about it. My wife is like, go around, she's like, really inspecting everything and then she's like i really love this place and me and steve are like what and later i talked to my wife i'm like honey what do you what do you see in this place we saw like a dozen other places this place was no better she's like no no you can't look at it for what it is now you have to look at it for what it will be mm -hmm. so now after we established our living environment and stuff she envisioned that and i'm impressed with how she's had foresight into the future right and Carrie and Ryan's taste in acrylics give me that same type of feeling. Mm -hmm. They see a rod of acrylic, they don't see what the rod looks like now. They see what it's going to look like. And I think that foresight that they have makes for some very beautiful Esterbrook SD pens. Esterbrook SDs are one of my favorite acrylic pens. I think they are fantastic. This one in particular, I really do enjoy. I'm pissed off that I missed out on the Heisenberg acrylic SD. Do you remember that one? The turquoise one? Oh, right. Yes, the turquoise. The one that came before sea glass. Yes. Yes. I do think the turquoise was better than the sea glass. The sea glass kind I like of... the sea glass. The sea glass time. looks nice. It's got like blue, greens, and browns in it. So it kind of looks like seaweed sewage mm -hmm. a little bit. Crack okay. seaweed sewage. That's what they should rename the sea glass to. Crack seaweed sewage. Do you have one here that we can show people? Maybe. Yeah. I might. Yeah, text somebody to have them bring, a, bring us one in. There's like a whole crew of people outside that should be servicing us. So, anyway. This one here is called the Nové Bleu. Loving the Nové Bleu. And, yeah, this is definitely one of the most stunning Esterbrooks. The best rook SDs that I've seen in a very long time. And you know what's crazy about it? Mm -hmm. It's like a dark muted color, but very vibrant at the same time. It I is. know I just contradicted myself, right? No, no. It, it does have a lot going on with it. And actually, this color will replace the cobalt blue, believe it or not. Oh, the, the cobalt original. blue? Which I remember that cobalt yeah. blue one. The, the, listen, the original one that nice. they've made like constantly, this is actually going to be the replacement for it going forward. Which I think is a good, I think it's a good upgrade because yeah. I feel that the cobalt was too plain mm -hmm. that this has a lot more going on with it that i feel that also speaks to its vintage inspiration like mm. it just it, i just feel that this pen more embodies the whole vibe of estabrook i think so i don't know about that i just i'm agreeing with you at a courtesy you know i haven't I, thought that through i used to have actually a print uh for alphonse mucha mm -hmm. um i'm probably saying his name wrong but mm -hmm. uh he's uh, he's an artist that's identified as an art nouveau uh artist that i actually had one of his prints in my uh in my room as a kid for like a very long time because i was into like art history and stuff mm -hmm. like that so I, I really do appreciate the the callback to the art nouveau movement it's a very it's it's kind of like bridges that whole idea of traditional artwork and then illustration 
and advertising because mm -hmm. a lot of the illustrations and the artwork that were made were actually used in advertising like in in like the public eye so like you'd right. be seeing like these big posters or like ads yeah. and papers and stuff and it would adopt this very like linear like kind of like very line gestural sort of thing that also then would have figures of like of like women and like beautiful like hair and stuff and like natural themes like uh, uh was it like uh plants and and flowers and stuff like that so it would be very it had a very like distinct sort of artistic flair about it which i think that it it marries well with the the pen design i agree with you it does this is a very beautiful pen the nova blue available at gold sweat pens and that's launching that's launching this thursday which you're if you're watching this was actually just yesterday really so yeah oh because this is this, this is, is, uh, this Friday's is dropping special on friday episode. so you're watching this it, it just dropped yesterday and it's available at all of your fine pen retailers that are online like like right, goldspot.com. Don't forget to use coupon code ROY for Dude, extra discounts. Might, just might want to. I don't discount know. Roy. Chris, when you're watching this, just make sure you put down in the lower thirds of your <laughs> discount code ROY for extra discounts on all products on the Goldspot website. Some exclusions applying. Yes, there are there are exclusions that apply. So. Chris is going to be watching this, and he's going to be like, that Roy guy's so fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like he found out I was coming, and he's like, I need the day off. I got something... <laughs> going on or something i i, I caught covid uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, something something something's going on yeah well but the uh but no he's got he's got to watch me the entire time and i feel bad for him about that what's like, that and he's got to watch he's got to watch me all the time just right. me like so he's got he's watching you while editing you mm -hmm. yes yeah and that to me is just like i would have enough of myself after like you know one or two videos does he get some kind of like weekly therapy for it i think or that's the, why he plays he plays should, punk rock music you should so. send him pictures of you when he's not here so that way he can't get away just from in case you, you miss me right. that much that you need to like see me during your off hours yeah what do you think i was going to ask you something since we're on the topic of the esterbrook sd which do you prefer do you prefer the standard size or the oversized I want to say the standard. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, the reason why is because I think that the oversized is the best version of the SD. But Ryan, Carrie, and Brian at Kenro Industries, mm -hmm. they actually think that the standard is the best size. I think the standard's more than ample of a regular size type pen. Okay, fine. I'll let you, I'll let you think that. But the oversized just gives you just a little bit more heft. So the reason why I feel like the oversized is better is because of the capping. Okay. So it's i'm not sure if it still happens now i don't think it does but with some of the older esterbrook sds the cap was an issue for me well the inner cap sleeve that's spring loaded right i think we even have like a video on the gold spot pens channel mm -hmm. that would have even because like we did remember we re-reviewed the sd after yes like, yeah. it was like a three-hour video yes right? it was very long i want to take those acrylic rods that you have over there and like let's sword fight until they break <laughs> just for fun right like i wonder how much like it takes look at the oh wow look at that one so where'd you get these acrylic rods these are diamond cast oh so these are tim mckenzie diamond casts yes wow yes so these are diamond cast rods so if you're if you're listening to this on the podcast all you're hearing is just us banging the <laughs> the diamond cast rods on the table there but uh but yeah these are these are some some rod samples you know what we were considering. i have to say it i have to say it 
Tim McKenzie, if you're listening, love your rods. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to make it onto the Gold Spot video. I no, we think. talked about the Amadeus, so like <laughs> right. we're we're good now. <laughs> Where are we in terms of time? You set the alarm? Yes, I did. Okay, so no, so these rods are really minutes. nice. It's like blue, orange, and white. Wow. So they're kind of like I would say like Mets colors. I want to say or like uh, you know very you know very New York metropolitan. You should colors. get a pen made by gold spot pens dedicated to the Mets using this rod and you can call it 86 or the Masons. no 86 won. the last time they won a world series or won. you said never again another never again. <laughs> another ode to the Mets never again as in the next time they're going to win the, <laughs> the world series my uh my aunt would be very upset with me if I did that because she's a big time Mets fan oh is so, she yeah. I used to be a Mets fan I used to be a baseball fan but it's too frustrating being a Mets fan because you're sitting there and they're just they just don't I think the last they just don't fucking win games anyway the last time I was la watching I think it was before I think it was 2012 that was when Ike Davis hit more home runs than anybody else on the team I remember saying at the beginning of that season Ike Davis is gonna nail more home runs than even David Wright, and I was right. But after that, he kind of kept swinging at everything and missing. But whatever. But yeah, this pen should be called Never Again, dedicated <laughs> to the Mets. <laughs> that looks like a very Mets theme. It is. Show. It is very much so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like... So anyway, going back to the the SD. You're like looking around for more Yeah, I'm looking around for more, more interesting stuff. shit, you guys. Yeah, like look what at those stack of Leonardo Officina Italiana pens mm -hmm. over there. You got a Visconti box. This is Tom's office I'm in, and it's so cool being here because everything surrounding me is like pen pens. Yes. Everything is pens. I got some Pentertainment Podcast stickers sitting here under his. Oh, this um, I I saved either one of these for you. This is oh, from nice. our from our sponsors, luxury brands. Luxury brands. They're stickers. Which represents Waldman. So yeah, uh, Bryce sent this in with a new Waldman catalog that he wanted me to have yeah so. it's like a psychotic pac-man sideways <laughs> right like just like right like a psychotic crazy pac-man or it's like the star wars yeah the 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 rebels yeah, yeah. or I, I almost see it as like uh, i feel like it's like charlie brown like the charlie brown's like shirt like yeah. the bottom of it with the or you could also think like look this is like vampire teeth <laughs> right like i put it over my face Nice. Yeah, I think I even did that on Instagram. I drew a picture of like a crazy face mm -hmm. and used the, the Waldman. Waldman logo as, I can keep this great. Yeah, whatever. Appreciate it. I'm going to stick that on my journal that I'm using. By the way, you taught me how to journal. I'm looking at his journal over here on his desk. It's just a work of art. Can I show this or is there stuff like don't like that you can't? This is all work stuff, right? Uh, there's personal stuff in there too, but it's oh. mostly just like... Um, like going and taking the kids to like soccer and okay. stuff like Hold that. Okay, hold on. I'm just, so I can't flash the screen with this, right? It's just so beautiful. Like this is just such, I mean, why did you skip a page over here? Oh, that I haven't determined what's going to be there just yet. I might be doing like a fourth quarter calendar or something like right. that there or something. Yeah. But no, I usually so will throw in like pages like randomly to like, you know, just like to keep a list. Or... Mm. This is like his handwriting. You guys can't see what I'm seeing. And if you're watching the video, you can kind of see, but he's got the most beautiful handwriting and his dot journal is so like, I could look at this all day long. It's like looking through a magazine from like the Art Nouveau period. Is that right? Like the, like kind of a retro, not Art Nouveau, 
deco art. Deco art. Art okay. deco. Art okay. deco style. Right. And it just looks really fantastic. Well, thank you. I you're also going to have to upload. You're going to have to add upload the podcast because I won't be able to do it on Friday. I got to get my pen. Give well, me my pen. Here, like use it. this one. I, I like that he has this. this what is this called? The Parker Vacuumatic? Parker, yeah, Parker Vacuumatic. It's the, the major size, the, the larger of the... Yeah. For yeah. as large as it is, it's still kind of small. Is that it celluloid? Is. It is, yeah. It's I, like the stacked where, celluloid. Where can I get one of those? You don't sell like them I bought, here. I bought them on eBay. Oh. I would just go find them on eBay. Uh, sometimes I would find them like on a listing where it was like, it's questionable whether or not I'm actually going to get a pen that will work. Right. But that, And I've gotten a couple of them that didn't, but then I would send it to Aaron Zwabik of Pentiques.com and okay. he would fix the filling mechanism. I love that look of the so, pen. Yeah, it's like... And there's no other pens that get made like this. Now. No, they're done. No, they're just, they that's it. They it's don't over. do that. Yeah, so add upload. So I'm just watching him write. It's, I wish we had a B-roll camera videotaping this because it's like watching art in the making. I'm just writing prints. That's right. all. No, but his print is also, like I said, it looks very art deco and it looks really nice. And it's like all different colors and stuff like that. Fantastic. I love his. So this is the style that I'm trying to copy, but I'm failing miserably at. No, you're you're doing fine. I do. Just... You have like four days on a page. I have two because I write too big. And also, line is not dot. I got to get a dot journal. Yeah, you got to do dots. Yeah, I might use this dots for this. Blue book. Yeah. Depending on this paper is feeling kind of suspect. And I'm going to be honest with you. Until we test it out, we won't know. Yeah. But it's nice. Whoever did the art for the Nova Blue. I'm showing it to the camera right now. You guys can't see it, but I think it's very well done. This art is. It looks like if I went to France mm -hmm. in 1930, right, okay. and went to a cafe. And you would see that. I would see, like, this painting on the wall or something like that, you know, I think whoever did. I wish we could give credit right now to whoever did do it. Mm -hmm. But we can't because it doesn't say on the thing. Oh, I see. It says down here at the bottom, it says a guy named R. Esterbrook Co. did it. No. Oh, no. That's not right. That was the original Dark, Mr. R. Esterbrook. <laughs> yeah. I know. So, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about the, the Nouveau Blue, and we were talking about rods. Mm. Uh, Tim McKenzie's Tim, rods. Timmy's rods. Timmy's rods. Yeah. Oh, Timmy's rods. Yeah, that's your toy car. So, so we have about, let's say, three and a half or so minutes left of the current run of that. So, you want to go like until the end of this this one, and that would be the, the episode for no, Friday. No, no, what time is it? This is the Friday special episode, so Friday it doesn't have to special. be a full hour, right? Right. Okay. I think I think we're at 54 minutes right mm -hmm. now. Is there anything you want to talk about before we we cut this loose? I'm I'm good for right now cuz are we going to do we're going, we're going to, to do, do another, another we're going to do another episode and we'll bring we'll bring, bring Sal in with it. Bring Sal. Nice. And I think we should videotape it too because that might be a problem though cuz I'm not sure with the memory cards if it would take buy another, another hour. fucking memory card, man. I'm just going to buy another memory right. card. Right. Amazon doesn't deliver that quick. There's a bagel shop right across the street that has everything, right? Like you said they have everything. No, so I think, you know what? I think we're good for this. This is an extra extra episode mm -hmm. for the Pentatainment podcast because if you're listening to this the day it launches, then you are listening to it on Friday. What's the date of Friday? Let me see. Go into his notebook. Oh, a, that's the 8th. Friday the 8th. And today is a special day if you're listening to this on Friday because we are launching. And I say we, even though I'm not part of the Gold Spot team. But he feels personally invested. In I this. feel personally invested because if that's not evident by the yeah, end of this Yeah, I, I solely, single-handedly made all the decisions <laughs> and designed the Amadeus pen. And 
So, okay, I might have taken credit for the pizza pen because the idea of doing a pizza pen came from me, but the design came from Chris. This design came from me. The idea came from me. So I'm very proud of it, even though I'm probably not going to use it because I don't really care for ballpoint <laughs> pens or rollerball <laughs> pens. But Wow, the world's worst undersell right there. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, this is mine. I love it. I wish that you got, but I'm not going to use it. I'm going to have it, but, oh, you want to know what's funny? I will talk about it in the, in the next recording. Just remind me to talk about what I thought was funny. Okay. okay. But I just want to say I'm very proud of the Amadeus pen. I want to say thanks to the Odd Oink for taking my idea and running with it because this wouldn't have happened unless I had the resource like Tom and the people that work for him at Goldspot Pens and the people that made mistakes at Retro 51 and are now correcting it with the Mozart pen. I w this wouldn't have come to fruition had it not been for the support from my good friend, the Odd Oink, Goldspot Pens, and our friends over at Retro and, 51. And I just want to elaborate the point that Richard and the fine folks at Retro 51, the designers and everybody that, that works very hard over there, we don't blame you, okay? No, <laughs> it's not your fault that you can't provide the resource for fabricated information it's, on Beethoven. It's it's okay. We could <laughs> we're looking past this and we're saying this was this was well done. We did a great job. I think everybody together collaborating, and we're looking forward to making. Yeah, more I mean, all jokes future. aside, if Retro takes anything away from this, I want them to take this away. The Beethoven pen was ballsy because. Beethoven is not the most popular composer today, mm -hmm. right? But they took Beethoven, and I appreciate that they are re-exposing him. You ask any kid, for the love of God, <laughs> you ask any kid who Beethoven is, they right. will not know, right? But I feel like they're reinserting composers that are just almost obsolete nowadays back into society. I do appreciate it. So if Retro takes anything away from this, I just want them to say that I appreciate the Beethoven pen and I appreciate their making the Mozart pen, but they should do their research. Thanks again for listening and watching. Love you guys. Be well, be safe. Stay safe.